How is it going there in Awkward 30 Podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear? I am the Awkward Throat Clear host, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. Uh, you can always reach me at Chalupa Cabra 52 uh, on Instagram. And I'm always active on the uh, Not After 30 Podcast Facebook group. Uh, what I got here for you coming up is Morgan Gillis. Uh, Morgan's a really good friend of mine from uh, firefighting days. She's no longer fighting fire with us anymore. What she is doing is she is her own little businesswoman there, kicking ass and taking names here in Kelowna, British Columbia. Um, so she used to be uh, into one-on-one uh, health and fitness coaching. Uh, more, more so for that, I guess not so much for fitness, but um, just really getting you to stick to a plan, healthy eating, mentally healthy, all that kind of stuff, making good, um, making really good daily routine plans and sticking to those good healthy habits. Uh, what she's doing now is she's kind of transitioning towards uh, group challenges. So what she's got coming up here, she's going to explain it very thoroughly, I'm only going to be able to do it so well for you right now, is a 21 day challenge of how you can really conquer your morning. And if you make a good morning of your day, it's gonna be a good day, I would say. <clears throat> I'm a really good morning person. I don't I don't follow this, I was hoping to maybe, but uh, my life is a little bit, a little hectic, too hectic right now. I'm not really at a home, I'm kind of traveling around. So that's my lame excuse. Uh, but you know, th- simple things like drinking more water, um, eating a healthier breakfast that's not so filling and heavy, uh, just getting some movement going on. Uh, feeling grateful, you know, have, you, have a little gr- like a gratitude journal or something like that. And then last but not least, um, writing some things down, just like setting your goals. Uh, just to re- remind yourself like what you're doing all this stuff for. Uh, I, I might be paraphr- paraphrasing that last one. Anyway, this is a great podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm really ha- happy to help a friend who's so excited about something that she's so passionate about and really trying to launch her own um, entrepreneurship her own uh, small business and I just I'm so excited and I really want to see her t- take off and do well so uh, give it up for Morgan Gillis <coughs> hello everyone and welcome to the op- the <coughs> Awkward throat clear. Now here's your host, Erin Chalupa. How is it going there, Not After 30 podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear? I'm your host, Erin Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. I'm here with my friend, Morgan Gillis. How's it going there, Morgan? Amazing. Amazing. That's <laughs> wonderful. Morgan's a really good friend of mine. Uh, we fought fire together back in our rookie year of 2013. We started off as the same on the same crew with Tommy Lutz. He was a rookie leader with three rookies on one fire. Do you remember that fire? I do. In John Dorr. Oh, that was a funny one. Uh, <laughs> we won't dive into that fire too much. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew Morgan back then. You knew a lot of those other firefighters from when you were in MCFT, uh, the Maritime College, uh, sorry, Maritime College of Forest Technologies. I believe that's what MCFT is. Yes, MCFT. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. You knew a bunch of the guys. You heard about firefighting from the school, I imagine. I did. Yeah. And possibly some, from some of the other students. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had to do when we were in that school. Um, we had to do a summer work term. And that was one of the things that got pitched at the end of the first year, between first and second year, when we had to do that work term, was firefighting. So that's how I heard about it. Right on. Yeah. You regretted it all? No, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. Well, you met one of your really good friends in fitness as well, Amy Garrett. 
I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, I don't even think that's her last name now. She's No, it's she's, not. Yeah. It's what is it? It's a Czech one and I've actually it's an easy one to pronounce too. Oh, I can't remember what it is now. Oh dang it, she's got a baby as well. Does she really? Yeah, she was pregnant. I did not know. She was know like the that. fittest pregnant person I've ever seen in my life. I would I'd imagine. Yeah, I was like, is she still like working out and stuff too? And I was like, whatever. If you can do it, good job. Not that I I don't really that's not in my mind right now, but like if I ever do have a kid, I mean I feel like I could be that person too. Like the the fit person who's having a kid, you know what I mean? Oh, it's so funny. Like I I've well maybe not it's so funny, but I, I always find it amusing when somebody posts something on social media of them doing something. So I remember uh, maybe it was two years ago. I noticed there's there's this big um, fiasco about this pregnant woman, and she was still running like ten miles or something like that, and doing this. And I think she was like six months in, and people are like, "Blah blah blah, you, you don't know what you're doing, and you're doing all this stress to the baby and stuff." I'm like, "Well, one, I think she knows what she's doing, and two, I'm sure she's talking to talk to her doctor or whatever, like help help health geniuses around her, and yeah. they've given her the go ahead. You yeah. know, like it's." Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's fine. I'm sure she's not overexciting herself. We're like, okay, I need to do some squats now and get that squat rack, and I'm going to have to do some deadlifts and stuff. And, like, I don't think that – or let's go on the trampoline and see if I can do some aerials and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure she's keeping it pretty tame, and she just wants to be healthy. And she's probably ingesting a lot of healthy things in her body too. So I didn't, I never really talked to Amy about it, but I'm pretty sure she had her um, – her, uh, you know, workout routine and regimen adjusted to her pregnancy but still can – keep relatively fit yeah for sure do you know who christmas abbott is no okay she's like really big into the health and fitness stuff into crossfit that kind of thing yeah that is she was on big brother actually okay Uh, i've I've never seen an episode of big brother i've been avoiding it uh she was on big brother (laughs) she's like if you're into crossfit you know who christmas abbott is but um she is probably the healthiest uh like the fittest, I would say, like pregnant mom I've ever seen. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure there's it's lots wild. of them out there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's kind of health and fitness can be kind of an addiction to some people, and it's kind of hard to like stop that mentality. Yeah, where you've always been go 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 go, and then now it's like okay, now pack on these pounds, you know, and yeah, that would and, be and hard. Take for your me. rest and take your time, oh, you know. And I'm like, I'm yeah. thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, the hardest thing for me would be stop drinking. It's like, yeah, you can't drink anymore for nine months. I'm like, no. Thought about that. Oh, oh I no. think about it every time. It's like whenever I have an argument with a friend about pregnancy, I'm like, what's the hardest thing? I'm like, I don't think labor is the hardest thing. I think that not being able to drink is. But that's just kind of a joke. I'm not serious about that. But yeah, drinking, not being able to drink would be kind of a bummer for sure. And then sushi, no sushi. Really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, no trampolines. It's a big list of oh no fun God. anymore. It sounds like the no fun zone. It is pretty much I told no my parents, zone. you know, if she listens to my, if my mom listens to the beginning of this podcast, she's going to be like, oh my God, Morgan entertained the idea for a minute that she might have a kid. But <laughs> I told, I told you're, her. You're, 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 or, um, you know, what's, what's new with your sister, Norma? <laughs> yeah, my sister Norma. Yeah, no, she was asking me. She wants to be a, gr- a grandmother, right? And I'm like, yeah. Well, you brother? better you better ask my brother because it ain't <laughs> happening over here. Uh, it's a little inside joke uh, for me and Morgan all the time. I always, um, whenever there's a picture of Morgan and her mom, I'm like, who's your sister? And then Morgan's like, oh, my mom loves you. <laughs> yeah. So that's always a fun thing to make fun she of. She is but. a young looking uh, 59 year old. Oh, she's kick ass. I've met your dad yet. I haven't met your brother yet. But uh, yeah, you and your mom had that awesome uh, road you trip. You could get him on a podcast. He is entertaining that well, guy. Oh, I'm sure he would be just talking about all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, my brother's wild. But let's focus on you a bit more. Um, also, one thing I wanted to touch on you used to be really big into dirt biking. 
I used to be real. I have I have some crazy stories, man. Yeah. I used to be really big into dirt dirt biking. Yeah. At one point, I was like ra- racing Canadian motocross nationals, mm-hmm. and that went pretty well. Yeah. Like, like I play I play second at, at one of the nationals at one point. That was hey, pretty where, cool. Hey, where, where did you go in your travels, like for that competition? All over the place. I mean, it started it started at home, obviously in Cape Breton. You mm-hmm. know, on that little mini track in. You Long grew Island. up in Sydney, correct? In Sydney, yeah. Right in the city. Uh, about 10 minutes outside. Okay, what was the area called? Uh, East Bay, Sydney East Bay. Forks. Yeah, yep. shout out to East Bay. You know, just in case... Shout so, yeah, out to East we, Bay. We always like to, I always like to pride people in saying exactly where they're from. So if somebody asks me, like, oh, where are you from? I don't say Peace River or North of Grand Prairie or something like that. I'd be like, I'm fucking Grimshaw, Alberta. Yeah. Which, um, you know, it's got, it's got highs and lows of being from there. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, East Bay, just yeah. outside of Sydney. Sick. I do the opposite because I figure people don't know... What maybe even what Cape Breton is half the time? Well, we I'm just like that. I just say Nova Scotia. We already did know? that though. Nova Scotia, Cape Breton, Sydney, East Bay. It's true. Done. Keep you really, going you really plan this out. <laughs> Keep going with the motocross. Um, but yeah, started there. Um, raced all around the Atlantic provinces, so like Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PEI, that kind of thing. Did that for about two years and won some championships in that. Just a um, few. Just a few. No big deal. No. <laughs> um, and then. Um, yeah, then I started racing uh, Monster Energy Women's Motocross Nationals, and we we did some stuff in Ontario and Quebec. Um, I went down to a, a place called Millsaps Training Facility at one point, which is in, I think it's in Georgia, but it's it's in the States. Um, that was pretty cool. Went down there for a week. That would be a cool trip. How old were you at the time? I think I was like 16. Oh. Actually, I know it was 16 because the lady who owned the the <coughs> camp... She let me drive her car, and I was like, yo, you don't even know me. I'm 16. This isn't even my country, and you're lending me your car? Are you crazy? Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so you went all the way down the States. Uh, did you ever go out west? I never went out west, no. Okay. Um, I started doing the, the, like, the whole national series at one point. Mm-hmm. So I did a race in Quebec, placed second, yeah. um, next to a girl who was like, uh, I think she was she was from the states, so she got first. Cool. Then went to the next one, which was in Ontario, and I was going to keep continuing, but I broke my leg in Ontario, so oh, that was the end no. of it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Do you ever like? Do you ever think about back then or something like that to see if you would have been kept on going with a career in motocross, or did you kind of like later on in life kind of realize, that, yeah, that was fun and all, but you know, like probably maybe you didn't have as much of a, a love or passion for the sport. Like, like, I don't, I don't mean to say like, ah, it's, it happened, it's done, but what, take I don't know, sometimes with, you know, especially when you're that young, yeah. you, you get somewhere and you're like, well, I don't know, that was fun and all, I did really well, let's keep going with something else. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of, I'm kind of over it now, but like back then, um, the reason I got out of it was because I was putting myself through college, right? And yeah. I just couldn't put myself through college and then only work the summer and pay for motocross. Like, I was already working two jobs in summer. I just yeah, didn't yeah. work. Um, but I think I could have done pretty well at it. Like, at one point, I wanted to be number one in Canada, right? Yeah. And I feel like that got cut kind of short with the fact that I just couldn't afford it. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of over it now. Fair enough. What yeah. was your bike of choice? Ooh, a YZ125. That's what you rode mostly? Yeah, a Yamaha two-stroke, yeah. And are you still a, a Yamaha head still? A Yamaha head? Um, 
Like, I, is, is that the one you're... Yeah, my, she's, she's, like, shimmying her shoulders as she thinks about <laughs> this. She's like, ooh, dirt bikes. <laughs> no, Yamaha or Honda. I started on Honda, so I have kind of this, like, deeper love for Honda. So your family was a Honda family. Because yeah. I imagine that your dad and your brother were, were into it. Yeah. Your brother is younger than you? He's younger than me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so did, did he do motocross as well? Um, he, you know, it's so weird, so weird how our family was like organized, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, he, he never did motocross. He wasn't into a lot of sports. He had a four wheeler though. Okay. Uh, so he like drove around and ripped around in that Mm -hmm. and did crazy things, but he never got into racing. Fair enough. Yeah. We had a little sibling rivalry too with, uh, with it ripping around on different, uh, yeah. Uh, motorized vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah. So, you went to school uh, to, M- uh, to the MCFT yeah. and then, or just MCFT, not the MCFT, uh, came out west. There's always a thing I hear about from anybody from like, you know, South Ontario and further east. It's like there's like a pilgrimage in everyone's mind to go west. It's like, yeah, sure. You're in, the, you're in this developed eastern area, you know, developed, yeah. <laughs> depending on where you're from in the east. Uh, and there's, I don't know, there's always this kind of like romantic feeling for them to come out west to like, explore um, the western frontier of Alberta, the Rockies, and like British Columbia or something like that. Yeah. Because that's what I hear from like any, like even, I had one buddy that's from like just outside of Winnipeg. Yeah. And his uncle was like, go west, young man. Like after he graduated high school, I'm like, you're really? from like Manitoba. Yeah, you're, you are west. You're kind of you're well. You're more westerly than the majority of the population of Canada. Yeah, you're central, mind you. But uh, yeah, like I don't know. Like I guess Manitoba is Manitoba, but yeah, like I guess you, you know, they had this idea. It's like go west. You need to go west to 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 live your young adulthood. You know, I'm, I'm like and being a westerner. I'm just like. Yeah, because <laughs> we always hear like, yeah, go check the east out or go go to the city, you know, if you're from a small town. Yeah. So, yeah, so you come out west, you go up north uh, to uh, northern Alberta, and you only did the one year firefighting, and then you went back out east. You did some surveying, I think. You didn't go back to school. You're doing a bit of surveying, but then all of a sudden I see that you're down in the States working at a, a gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened is, like, you met Amy, and then all of a sudden it's like, fitness is now, now my life, and then never heard from you again no, for, no, like, no. A, a, few, a few months. Um, well, well, I did, when, you, when we met, we were firefighting, right? Correct. So that was, between, that was between year one and year two of forestry school. Yeah. Or wait, no, actually, that's a lie. That was at the end of forestry school. I think that you graduated, and then you came up. Yeah, and that was the first time I, I ever went out west. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And then, but see, at the end of that two years, I knew that forestry wasn't for me. Like, I initially wanted to be a park ranger. Mm-hmm. And then partway, like, a year through the college, I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. But I was halfway through when I poured blood, sweat, and tears in that college. And a lot of money. And a lot of money. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, um, I will just, I, I, I came up with a new thing, which was the, the surveying, right? Like, mm-hmm. I was in... Um, geomatics engineering yep so i just as i said i was putting myself through school right so i went out firefighting banked a ton of money went back did the uh started engineering uh then i was working in a a summer job for for engineering i was doing the survey assistant stuff which you just mentioned um but then the funny thing is i was i finished year one of engineering and then i got into this job and i was like oh crap round two like this also isn't for me Right. Like that feeling of like, this is just not fulfilling. Like I'm, I'm putting a ladder up against a wall and climbing a ladder that I don't even want to get to the top of kind of Mm -hmm. thing, you know? Um, 
So at this point, I'd been very into CrossFit. <laughs> so it wasn't quite Amy that I met and was like, okay, you're a fitness person now. Oh, I, that's how I always attributed it. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. Amy's no. working the hell out. Morgan's working the hell out. No, I got in. I got into CrossFit right before I went out west. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like that the year okay. before. Okay. Um, so then I got really deep into it. That's why I was still working out like yeah. a crazy person when I was there, right? Yeah. Um, but then I realized like health and fitness was my passion. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of funny, but this relates to this podcast. Um, I was, uh, like I was telling you earlier, I was um, on YouTube all the time being a CrossFit nerd, trying mm-hmm. to find ways to get stronger, this and that. And I found this really cool podcast called Barbell Shrugged. Yep. And I, I started, I loved the guys on there. They were funny. They were educational. Um, and they were teaching me about stuff I thought that I need to learn about CrossFit. So eventually I ended up joining their, um, their program, their online program. And they had some personal development stuff like mixed in there with their podcast. Um, and one of the things they were saying is, you are the average of the five people you're hanging out with most. And they were kind of encouraging people to go after, you know, what they really want to do and what's fulfilling for them. Mm -hmm. And I was also hating my job as a land surveyor uh, that summer. So I basically just decided like, okay, this feels really weird to me that, you know, I've been an A student all my life and I'm going to drop out of engineering, but I did. I just called my parents and I was like, okay, I'm not going back to engineering. I'm taking all the money that I've saved this summer, and I've reached out to these guys I found on YouTube who had a podcast. Your mom's like, like, "Oh my!" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just leaving engineering, and I'm I'm going to hang out with these guys I met on YouTube uh, <laughs> in Memphis, Tennessee." Yeah. So that's how that happened. There you go. Pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I hear this story a lot when I talk to you know fellow brewers. So many guys are just like, yeah, I'm just working this engineering job or architect job or civil engineering job or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I just feel unfulfilled every day because I'm working in this office or something that I'm just not feeling, you know, being challenged enough in. And like, I'm going to go brew beer. Yeah. Because I've got a passion for it. I drink it every day. I know a lot of friends that drink it and I've got an idea. And then they take it and they run with it. Yep. And that's a lot of guys. Like even... um, I forget their names right now, but the brew dog owners in Scotland, they both worked, I think, at a bank. And they said, screw it. So they went out. And you hear that from a lot of guys. Uh, one guy that we uh, that I fight fire with, Alex Saavedra, he was uh, in a banking uh, situation or a banking job for years and very successful, too. Yeah. And he was doing really well. But he's just like, I just didn't like what I was doing to people in the banking scenario. Yeah. He's having a little moral issues. Yeah. And then he was like, I need to get out. I want to go and, like, go out in the wilderness and you know, become uncomfortable, yeah. you know, like I don't like being routine and like everything's just comfortable for me. I want to go out and be uncomfortable and then be comfortable in that uncomfortable environment. Cause then at least that's a challenge and that's yeah. interesting. And I'm out in the wild and there's a fire and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, seeking adventure and passion and new passions. So, that's and, the and thing so too. he's really pumped up with that. So yeah, I, I think a lot of people can relate themselves to that and it's not that crazy. Yeah. I mean, you think, you think that you want like a stable, predictable job, but mm-hmm. then like when you get that, you're like, no, this is the worst. <laughs> you know, like I need something challenging me. Yeah. I need something that's going to push me to grow or something yeah. where I can express myself creatively, right? Well, that's the thing is that there's, there's well, I would say there's two types of people. There, there are, you know, you, there's you, you, two types of people. There's only two, t- two types of people in this world. Uh, there, there, are, there are people that do kind of like the idea of a very routine life and they're comfortable with that and that's fine. Yeah. And then there's people that, 
you know, I, and I was, you know, a person that I, I always think that I really want to have a routine life, but I don't know if I can ever do that. Like I, I, I've, I've attempted that before and now I'm really trying to like, well, I kind of want it, but at the same time, I'm so used to just doing what I want and that kind of sounds selfish, but it's, it's still very entertaining and a lot of fun. And I still think I have a lot of miles in the tank of me doing you know, exciting, adventurous things. So I don't know. There, there is you can that. Have both, though. You can, you can. You need to find something that you can do that. And yeah. it seems that you have a good system going on here so far. Yeah. So um, you get, you go to Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I went to Memphis for an internship at the CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I Where basic- these barbell shrug guys these are. Barbell shrug guys. Well, I mean, there's more to the story. When I showed up, they actually moved to California, but that's another, that's the next segue of the story. So you chased after them and they <laughs> left. <laughs> basically, freaking went all the way to Memphis what a bunch and they of left me. I know. Oh my God. Why did I trust those guys? <laughs> but anyways, um, I was thinking about two because, I mean, at this point, I wasn't doing forestry. I wasn't doing uh, surveying or engineering or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, hey, I need to do something health and fitness related. Like, I knew that was the thing. Yep. Um, so I went there and just did an internship. But I was thinking, like, hey, maybe I could own a CrossFit gym, right? So I went there and I, I treated that place like I owned it. You know what I mean? Yep. And just, like, put in some really good work and whatever. Um, had an amazing time. Met some amazing people. Um, I would love to go back and visit those people, actually. But... But yeah, just at the end of the three months, that was how long the, it was an unpaid internship, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was basically, I was basically running out of money, right? <laughs> so I was like, uh, guys, uh, I don't know how long this will last. I stayed there for another three months, um, still unpaid. And, but at this point, my savings from working out West is like gone to nothing. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, so listen, um, as much as I love it here. And I really didn't have anything other plans to go back to. Like, I had no plan B, right? Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, as much as I love it here, um, I need I need to make money. So unless you guys can hire me, I mean, I have to go back home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but they, this is the interesting thing. So these guys who did the podcast on YouTube, they owned the gym in Memphis, but they moved to California because the podcast was blowing up. Right. Oh, sweet. So they moved to Cali and I must have been doing a half decent enough job at the gym that they were like, hey, this person's we this person's an A player. Like we shouldn't let them go kind of Mm. thing. So they're like, well, why don't you pack your stuff up and move to Cali and uh, we'll hire you as an intern in Cali. So I was like radical like <laughs> tubular dude like i've always wanted to go to california this is amazing like the synchronicity is suggest wild. that to you right yeah this is like I, you're you're kicking ass we're in tennessee which i love tennessee it's such a cool state go to california you're like here's the crazy part when gold I was, rush <laughs> when i was in forestry school we did a presentation like we, we had a public speaking class yep and all of them had chosen topics except for the very last um, speech, and we got to choose our own topics. So my my speech topic, this is two years before I went to Cali, mm-hmm. was the three reasons I need to visit California. <laughs> and then just get a call in Memphis like, hey, come out to California with us. And I'm like, yes, I want to surf. I want to go check out the motocross tracks there, like all this <laughs> stuff, you know. It just all comes full circle. Like the, the synchronicity was wild. Oh, and I'm sure also check out the Redwoods being a, I, that was a, it. a tree nut It was too. Redwoods, wine, I think, and motocross. That's oh, wine. How did I forget about that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm in Kelowna now, yeah. wine country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. 
Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. So you get to California and you do your time as an internship there. Yeah. Did you do any more? You did one podcast recording with them, correct? I actually did. Yeah. So that was, that was a full circle moment for me because it was like, do you remember what episode number that was by chance? I was going to give a shameless plug to, to to boost this as well. I could find out and we could maybe link it. And to be like, if you want to know more about Morgan and her CrossFit, <laughs> listen to the Barbell Shrug this episode. Yeah. No, I don't know what episode it is. Um, yeah, we, maybe we could link it in the show notes or something. Yeah, we can always do that. Talk to those guys, see what they say. But yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're in California and you were there for how long entirely? Uh, well, I think I was there... I think I was in Cali for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I did I did their internship for six months. I mean, it continued when I went back home because it was all online, right? Yep. Um, so once I went home, I still was basically an intern for another year or so. Yeah. But I was in California for six months. About that. Cool. And then your mom flew over and then you guys did a big road trip. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. The and you co- stopped in Jasper. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I gave you a floor. That's true. You gave me a floor to sleep on. I yep. remember that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <clears throat> the cool thing about um, about California was I learned a lot because they had a podcast and an online company, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the skills that I learned there with like online marketing and that sort of stuff is basically probably the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Like that was... You can never, there's like this Steve Jobs quote that I love where he's like, you, I think it's something like, you can't connect the dots going forward. You can only connect the dots looking Back. or going backward. And yeah. you have to trust that somewhere in your future, the dots are going to connect, right? Yeah, no, I'm totally So it's kind of cool. Yeah. No, before, no, yeah. Like, uh, it was almost like uh, the thing we were hearing today where you were talking about your I guess this might be kind of flash forwarding to what we're going to talk it's about later. Good. It's but, all good. And then kind of we're doing that right now. Uh, <laughs> where you're saying you want to have a net worth of $10 million. Yeah. When they, they were asking a yearly goal. Yeah. And you're like, well, to have my yearly goal, I also need to kind of share with you what my ultimate goal is. Yeah. And so this is my yearly goal because it's, you know, and that's, that's kind of the stepping stones to how I'm going to get here. I love that we're already talking about goal setting. This fires me up. <laughs> yeah. So when was like, so you're, you're, you're telling me that in California, you're having this, um, online, uh, networking and all that kind of stuff and like programming to make your own website because you were learning how to make a website, right? Is that what you're what saying? What do you mean? When I, when I was working for them? Yeah. Well, not necessarily learning how to make a website, but I could see, I could see how the back end of these online websites worked because yeah. I was the back end, mm-hmm. right? I could see how leads came in through podcasts and yep. how they came in through posts and how they came in through social media and they got on the website, right? Mm-hmm. I could see how um, they got into their programs and into their you know products and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it just it gave me a a, a marketing experience, like a learning experience I would say that I just I didn't know that before right Mm -hmm. I basically learned how an online business works but on the back end yeah so that was would you say that's I met some really cool people that was cool too but oh (laughs) meet cool people anywhere especially if you're a person like yourself or myself it's just like hey I like people just surround myself with good people just talk to anyone or try to at least yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) so would you say that's kind of the catalyst of your next step of becoming a nutritionist um it's probably, it's a catalyst for sure for what I'm doing now. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, my coaching that I do and these 21-day challenges that I do, they are all online. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for like sure. Like, building websites. 
well, putting out content, all that stuff. I remember you were, um, you sent some logos to me, which was something, the the fit foodie or flexible foodie, the flexible foodie. Yeah. Yes, and I remember you first started that going on, and that was your first kind of pet project, correct? Yeah. And then that, uh, and uh, do you want to just give like a quick little like blurb of like what that was about? Well, technically, my nutrition coaching that I do is still under Flexible Foodie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's still technically the same project, I would say, but it, my nutrition coaching is still under Flexible Foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that hasn't really changed. Okay. Uh, the thing that's changed is now I'm doing. I'm trying to step a little bit away from one-on-one coaching yeah. and not do as much of that and do more of the 21-day challenges stuff. Yes. So, yeah. the, flexible, the Flexible Foodie, that was more so for um, one-on-one, uh, kind of more so health and fitness coaching. Um, I wouldn't say it's fitness coaching per se. Like I'll, so I'm still doing it now. So I'll give you kind of a healthy little, lifestyle coaching, possibly sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, it's geared a lot toward um, people who have weight loss as a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the people I'm working with now, um, it basically works like I just do email check-ins with them, right? Yeah. Um, so we go through this whole thing where we set a, you know, we do an initial questionnaire, and I look at all their stuff and their background and their goals and and their activity levels and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and I create like a nutrition plan for them and then I give them the nutrition plan and, um, every week they check in with me and we go over like how it went for them. Um, but it's, it's really focused on nutrition, but then it covers things like, um, other things that people just, just overlook when it comes to, to fat loss, you know, um, like stress that is so huge. Like if you're stressed out and your hormones are telling you like you, you should keep all this weight on. You know what I mean? It's or the real- exact opposite. Or the opposite. You, I can tell you one thing for sure, and uh, we haven't really had an in-depth conversation for you and me since uh, last spring, but when, um, when my mom passed away, um, I lost a lot of weight. Really? A lot. And, I was, uh, and it, was, it, was, it was from lack of sleep. Uh, it was stress. Yeah, um, I was very active, and I was becoming more active because I didn't want to. I didn't want to sit around and yeah. just sit there, like because I, I switched a job. Like I went from Hell Attack to Strike Team Leader, and Strike Team Leader is a much more uh, isolated job. Yeah, in the sense that you're the liaison between the government and the contract firefighters, the fire yeah. attack. So I'd be walking around the fire by myself all the time, and I'd just try to keep busy by like you know listening to podcasts, like not with headphones in, mind you, but like just the speaker blaring, yeah. and uh, just walking around, keeping busy, looking for hot spots, all that kind of stuff, talking to the, the crews, all those duties. But then at the end of the day, I'm by myself again, and unless there's a hell attack crew based at the, the in Fort Vermillion at the ranger station with me, I'm just chilling out by myself. So I would go for a run and then go to the gym and then have a cool down and all that kind of stuff. So, and that was like five times a week. Yeah. And I went from, uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't too big at the time or too heavy. I would say probably about 230, 235. Yeah. And then I went down to probably about 210 and like a, a, a leaner 210. Yeah. You know, like I, I wasn't like, you know, like very like skinny me or something like that. It, it was still like a lot of muscle and stuff. Yeah. But I would attribute that to just not wanting to be, you know, uh, bored and then just, you know, being sad and, and everything. just like and stressed sulking out. Sulking kind of, yeah. And lack of sleep and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but, but like you say, <clears throat> 
you're more so going into somebody's lifestyle about how stress might be affecting them. Yeah. And, you know, trying to figure out how you can change it. Yeah. And, you know, if, and if it is an eating habit or lack of sleep or you're on your phone at night or something like that, just giving them kind of yeah like direction of, okay, this is why this isn't working out. We need to ch- take that or change this in your life and let's see if it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild, like, how how much that stuff, like those lifestyle factors like sleep and stress and that kind of stuff can have a huge effect on, you know, your fitness progress, right? Totally. Yeah. Well, you would know better than me for sure. And yeah, yeah. People. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So with, with that flexible foodie bit, and now what everyone's kind of waiting for uh, from your little teaser trailer <laughs> on the network now um, is you have this, 21 day challenges and yeah. morning routines. Yeah. So, uh, tell me, I, I have so many questions about this alone. Uh, tell me a little bit about your 21 day challenge. And like, I know we had the little 10 minute blurb there beforehand, but I figured this would be better to go really in depth and talk about the main, like each, I don't know, chapter or yeah, category. Each, each habit of the each challenge. Habit, yeah. yeah. That you really want to just take and just take that habit, flip it upside down and create a, a better habit for you in the morning. Yeah. And I'm a morning person. I usually wake up ready to go energy. I don't even drink coffee. Yeah. I drink a lot of water in the morning. <clears throat> That's a challenge. Well, I, I love doing that anyway. Um, <laughs> I have, uh, you know, a lot of my firefighter coworkers, uh, they always tell me, it's like, man, I don't think I know anybody that drinks more water than you. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry. And they're like, no, that's awesome. I like, I wish I could like be around you so I could keep up with you with how much water you drink. You could be a challenge ambassador. Yeah, I really could. <laughs> I honestly, I like what well, for me, like I, I don't, I don't mind the taste of coffee, but I, I might only have like 20 cups in a year yeah. and I'm more, I'm more of a selective kind of place. But I find that I become more alert. I become more awake. I become more, um, I don't know, energetic or like focused or something like that with water. Yeah. It's just, I, I ingest it. And, you know, as soon as I get, like, one bottle down, and, like, I, I, have, I have an analogy that's, like, a liter and a half usually. Yeah. And I drink about three of those in a day easily. And so in the morning, as soon as I get half of it into me, I'm, okay, let's go. Okay, this is what we're doing for the day. Okay, guys, get your, get your crap together. And I just really advocate <laughs> to all my firefighters to drink water. Yeah. I, I, on the fire line, I drink less water, which is very bizarre. But, uh, no, I'm a huge, huge water fan. Anyway, sorry, I'm rambling on. No, You tell good. me more about it's, this It's stuff. good that you ramble because <laughs> it's so funny, but drinking water is so simple, right? Mm-hmm. It's literally, it's so basic, but people don't do it. And one of the things, like, as I was, so when I did this challenge, I really did a lot of research, and I really, like, pulled from a bunch of different sources. Mm-hmm. And I, I initially put the water habit in just because, like, into the challenge because I'm like, okay. When you get up, you're the most dehydrated, right? Yeah. And this is the number one, this is the very best time for you to drink water, right? Mm -hmm. And it's also, the whole point of this morning routine is if you get your morning right, you know, storms and fires and all this crazy stuff can happen. And I don't mean literal fires, but like, you know, (laughs) crazy things are going to happen. Usually not in the morning. (laughs) Not Aaron Chalupa fires, you know what I mean? But like, you're going to have to put out fires during the day or maybe your kids are running around or like something happens at work or your car crash or who knows what's going to happen in the middle of the day, right? But in the morning, before you leave your house... You have control over that space, right? You need to prep yourself. You need to prep yourself. It's a war going on out there. Exactly. So that was the whole point of, like, drinking water in the morning was who knows what's going to happen to you in the middle of the day, right? At least if you get this 500 milliliters in, 
you're on the right start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've got that in. You've, you know, you're not dehydrated anymore because you've just been sleeping all night. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of most of the point of it. But then as I start doing research for this challenge, I realized that there's like, there's actually, there's, it's even more beneficial than I thought it was to do this habit. There's actually something called Japanese water therapy. Have oh, you ever heard of this? I have not. Okay. It's, I mean, this might be kind of stereotypical, but I mean, I think it's also kind of true. Um, a lot, you know what I mean? Like you see a lot of Japanese women who are like slim, trim, healthy, and people yeah. will say, well, how do these people say so <clears throat> trim and they eat all this rice and you know what I mean? Yeah. But they have some, some habits that just like lend themselves really well to being super healthy, right? Truly. And one of them is drinking water in the morning. I think it's four cups of water in the morning. On an empty stomach, even before you brush your teeth. Though, are we talking like four cups, like a one cup measuring cup kind of thing? Or like four basic cups? Four in, cups? I think they in, said. In your household. This makes, this math makes no sense. That's why I hate Imperium. This Metric's math, the way to go. This math makes no sense, but okay. some people said four cups, some people said 640 milliliters, which is not. I don't think that's four. I don't know whose four cups that is, but you know what I mean? Like, yes. let's say 650 milliliters-ish of water. Yeah, okay. Um, but on an empty stomach, and then even before you brush your teeth, because they don't want, like, fluoride contaminating it for some reason. Okay. Um, and then not eating until 45 minutes after that. Yeah. But there's actually, it's actually called Japanese water therapy. Yeah. And it does, like, all this crazy stuff. Like, in 90 days, if you do this, it's supposed to cure tuberculosis and, like... In 10 days, it will cure constipation and, like... Okay. But it's, like, an actual treatment. Like, it's a scientific treatment they use. Oh, right. Well, I, 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 would, I would definitely like uh, more information on that, for sure, if I was That's gonna, in the challenge. To, to, to follow that... Cha- uh, sorry, uh, to follow that therapy. But the idea of, you know, losing weight or uh, watching how much you might ingest or something like that by drinking... You know, more than half a liter of water. Hundred percent. That is filling your stomach. That's that's complete science. It makes total sense. Filling your stomach with some kind of liquid will trick your brain into thinking that you're full yep. or fuller. Uh, and then if you do have something, let's say you eat some bread, bread's going to expand. Yep. Like, like it's it, like food will expand in your stomach when it comes in contact with liquid. Mm-hmm. So that t- makes total sense to me. Uh, that's so that, part of it that, too. That, that makes sense. Is a, is you know uh, I, I know. Like, when I was in high school, I would have after I finished school, I would have to get ready to go to basketball. But I wouldn't. Uh, we'd have dinner at like five thirty, and practice would start at five thirty or six or something like that. So I couldn't have the meal just before practice. So right when I got home, I would have a bagel and then like two glasses of milk. And the glasses of milk would definitely help make me feel a bit more full. But it was great because I would have already digested the milk in my stomach and like, yeah. you know flushing that out of my system by the time I'm going to basketball. So like I might trick my body into thinking. Hey, I'm full, so I think I have enough food in me to play, you know, like to do to go on with the day. I'm not starving at basketball, but at the same time, it's like I'm not overeating because your body can't digest like a whole plate of spaghetti in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I do not want to that have to run bad. lines and then blah everywhere. So yeah, yeah that, that makes total sense to me for filling your stomach with water and then maybe having a little bit of food 45 minutes after. That was that's the what they say for the yeah. therapy. Now that's not what I'm doing in the challenge necessarily. Yeah. It's maybe in the challenge it ends up because breakfast is the last thing people do in the challenge. So maybe they get 20 minutes in between there or something like that. Okay. Uh, um, with, so yeah. with, with how much you want to uh, go into like what you do in the challenge? Cause I, I know that you're asking um, for a, a small fee for um, registration and everything. So you don't really want to give away everything that you're going to promote and everything at the same time. But, I mean, 
honestly, the the benefit of the challenge is the community of the challenge for one. Of course. And the structure of how things are organized and layered on. Mm-hmm. You know what? I will give away all the information for free. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fair enough. I want people to learn this stuff, right? Yeah. But so I don't really care about that. But the benefit of the challenge is that it's layered on in a systematic way, and the structure is so good. And you're there's. There's more to learn in the challenge than I can tell you in this podcast because there's daily videos, there's articles, there's resources, there's workbooks. You and know what you I mean? you know what? We can let you jump on the podcast whenever you want and record your own little blurb and put it out there too. That's true. Wink, wink. <laughs> so take me through the morning. Like, your, your, your alarm goes off, your eyes open up. What are you doing? Okay. So at the end of the challenge, let's say someone goes through this 21-day challenge, right? Of course, yeah. And... This is, this is what your morning would look like. And this is what my morning looks like. Um, so number one, there's, there's six habits. So the mm-hmm. first thing I do, as soon as I open my eyes, it's I write down five things that I'm grateful for. So the first habit is gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. Now, why the heck am I doing that? Um, because as humans, we tend to focus on negatives, right? Um, and we focus on the glass half full, what we don't have, you know? I mean, we, you hear people in this country complaining all the time, right? Yeah. And there's starving kids in Africa who have it way worse than we do. Yeah, and I they remember would, hearing that as a kid. They would kill for what we have, right? Yeah. But we're focused on what we don't have and we're complaining and yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. So, uh, you, A glass half empty. Glass half empty, If you're yes. thinking glass half full, you're thinking optimistic. We're tr- yes, we're trying to trick <laughs> People change. are being optimistic and stupid. <laughs> glass so, half full. So, yeah. Uh, glass half empty. So, you got me confused now. <laughs> uh, I, I just also want to throw this out there, too. You have a lot of videos... I do. Um, uh, your, your selfie stick, and they are very well done. The I've, selfie I've, I've, stick. <laughs> I've been applauding Morgan on her videos so much. Like she's got the enthusiasm of I don't know Richard Simmons, but she's much cuter than him and doesn't wear the weird unitards or anything like that. <laughs> uh, so she's got the selfie stick going on, and uh, you, you have these videos of you know talking about gratitude, talking about drinking water, talking about all this kind of stuff. So if you want to check those out, she doesn't have have it on her Instagram, which is lifting lassie. So lifting yeah. as in lifting weights. Yeah. And Lassie, L-A-S-S-I-E, as in a Scottish Lassie. girl. Yep. <laughs> which is my background. Yes. Yeah. You know, fitness in Scottish. So Nova Scotia. Lifting Lassie. And so, yeah, at Lifting Lassie. And, uh, yeah, it's all one word, all lowercase. And it's, I think you're doing a push-up in the picture or you're on some, uh, the, the rings or something like that. Probably. Something. She, she looks, it looks like she could beat you up. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> um, to be fair, though, uh, I think the best place, though, to go is is my Facebook page. Oh, your Facebook page. Because okay. that's where a lot of the videos are going that yes. can't go on Instagram. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but it would be, I think it's Facebook.com slash Morgan L. Gillis. Morgan L. Gillis. Yeah, M-O-R-G-A-N-L, which is my middle initial, Linda, and then Gillis, G-I-L-L-I-S. And if you're part of the, uh, the Not For 30 uh, podcast group on Facebook, she is there as well. So, you- I think I'm an admin. Can they see that? Uh, they can see your posts on the, the stream as well, and they also could search you on the group. Okay, cool. Yeah, so they if you go to the group and then other members in the group, you can just hit in Morgan Gillis, and then they'll find you, and then click on you, hit a friend request, or hit Messenger and send you some messages. That's all I wanted to talk about uh, quickly was just the videos, if you wanted to go in deeper detail about um, these morning routine kind of things and why they're so great about drinking water and you know writing down these five things or... You know, gratitude, why it's so great. Anyway, yeah, continue. keep going. Um, but yeah, the gratitude is really just, the whole point of that is as soon as you wake up to get your, to rewire your brain mm-hmm. so that you are thinking optimistically and, and positively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first habit. Second habit after you're, you know, 
your mind is all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is the water. And we already dove fairly deep into that. Um, the third habit, which ties into the workshop that we were doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron and I were at a, a goal-setting workshop right before we did this podcast. Um, but the third habit is not only figuring out what your goals are, um, but also reviewing them daily. For uh, goal setting for small business or entrepreneurs? No, it just it's just goal setting for anyone. That's, not, that's I, I oh, oh, more. Oh, I, I, I took it. I took it from the workshop here. Is more so a, a goal I'm ta- setting. I'm talking about in in the challenge. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, sorry. I was I was kind of taking it from what you were talking about what we we're doing today to what uh, how this connected as well. Sorry. Yeah, Keep today's it. today's workshop was geared toward entrepreneurs and business stuff. Yeah. Um, but in the challenge, although the challenge is. I mean, it works very well for entrepreneurs because typically they want to be focused and motivated and all that stuff. Of course. Um, but it's really goal setting for anyone. But that's that's the third habit is yeah. um, reviewing your goals daily because I think even in January, like 2019, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are setting goals and their motivation might be super, super high when they set these goals and mm-hmm. they, you know, they're reflecting on them and they're, they're pumped about them. But... It, you know, over time in a week or two weeks or whatever, if they don't review those goals, eventually that motivation just comes way, way down and just fizzles out to the point where they just, they forget about their goal. Right. So that's the third habit is, um, review my goals, my wild and crazy goals. Mm -hmm. Um, the fourth habit is movement. So, um, you know, as humans we're meant to move, right? Mm -hmm. So doing something just for 10 minutes in the morning, whether that's yoga, a 10 minute walk, um, a 10 minute body weight workout, whatever, something to move, um, to get your body energized. The fifth habit is learning, which kind of ties in nicely to this podcast. Um, but either, either listening to a podcast or, um, reading a book or even listening to a book on audible, preferably what you might be interested in already. Yeah. And it, yeah. preferably it's something that relates to the third habit, which is something to do with your goals, right? Mm-hmm. Or even just anything that's educational or inspirational or uplifting yeah. to get people. It's, it's kind of a mindset thing too, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, the, uh, the fifth habit. And there's, there's a quote out there or there's a stat out there. I think it's like 75% of self-made millionaires. Um, they read at least two books a month. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty crazy stat, right there. Oh, it makes sense to me. You're learning new words. You're uh, depending on the depending on the book you're reading, uh, whether it's you know goal setting or uh, inspiration or something like that, or like how to change your life. Then obviously you're getting more information on that too. So you're kind of kicking yourself in the pants and like, hey, let's get going. Exactly. So uh, and then if it's just a normal book, uh, you know, knowledge is power. If you can bullshit with somebody about you know robert lewis stevenson's you know treasure island or something like that yeah. and all of a sudden it's like hey you're also a big treasure island fan too or talk about lewis carroll or J.R.R. tolkien or something like that like mm-hmm. i don't know like to me if, if you know things you can relate to more people and acquire more friends and i don't know like i i, I can see the connection between like you know reading and yeah and moving up and in, in the ladder yeah. i suppose the, and, la- the ladder of life <laughs> the ladder of life um, and let's say your let's say your goal was was financial, right? Mm-hmm. And you're reading uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, right? That's mm-hmm. what you're putting into your. That's the stuff you're feeding your brain with every morning, right? Mm-hmm. You're literally tapping into the minds or the mindsets of successful people, yeah. and you're learning how their brain works, right? And they're they're almost like they're almost it's almost like you're getting a mentor in a sense. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, so that's kind of cool. 
And then the, the sixth habit is, is a healthy breakfast. And obviously this is coming from my nutrition background and, you know, if you want to have a killer day mm-hmm. and you probably don't want to, you know, 10 pounds of bacon. Yeah. You probably don't want to have something, you know, <laughs> real heavy, uh, that doesn't energize you or something that's making you put weight on or, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, those are the six habits in the challenge, but it's pretty radical. Yeah. So like just to get away from like, and like, what are some things that you can avoid? Uh, cause you, you want to be, you know, you want to, you want to have, um, gratitude. You want to, uh, kind of start the morning off where you're kind of more positive and stuff. Yep. What are some things that make people feel kind of negative or kind of anchored down in the morning where it's just like, oh, not another day? Um, bad things to do. And well, I don't want to say that they're bad, but things that I try to stay away from, let's just avoid. Put it let's say avoid. Um, I try to avoid listening to the news. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's in absolutely the morning, fair. Um, you know, if you're turning on like CNN or something and, you know, this is exploding and, this person's negative and this person's going to jail and mm-hmm. like your favorite sports team lost six times in a row. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, it could be kind of depressing or kind of a downer. Yeah. So to start your day thinking about what you're grateful for and what your goals are yeah. and to be tapping into the mind of somebody who's really successful, mm. that just gets your mind in an amazing headspace. I would imagine that possibly like, you know, most people are really, um, revolve around say social media or their phones. But I would, I would almost say, like, maybe messaging somebody quickly and it's like, hey, um, you know, like, uh, just like if, if you haven't seen a other, be like, hey, love you. Or yeah. you know, your mom or dad and be like, hey, miss you guys. Like, hope you're doing well. You know, yeah. like, I'll talk to you later, maybe. Yeah. You know, saying something like that. That's it, too. Like, you don't even have to think. It actually, gratitude actually works better if you tell somebody that you're grateful for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, so that's something, too. And then you're making somebody else's day, maybe. Exactly. Nice. So, yeah. You know, spread, spread love. It's know? a not-so-vicious vicious <laughs> circle. Yeah. It's just like, instead of, like, you know, so, like you, you just wake up, you're like, all this stuff is shitty and blah, blah, blah. And then you get a text and it's like, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, like now you're just spreading the you know, shittiness of a morning. (laughs) Yeah. That's speaking of that too. That's kind of one thing that I try to stay away from in the morning. Like in that first 30 minutes where I'm trying to get me right. Yeah. I was going to ask too. It's like, should people stay away from their cell phone in the morning? It's like, don't jump into, into your emails or your social media or Mm -hmm. your text messages. Unless you're trying to get to the podcast, you know, and listen to not after 30 or exactly the the podcast you want to listen to or whatever, or happy music or something. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's like that 30 minutes that you had for you to yeah. get yourself organized so that you can, you know, come from a place like come from a place that's like your centered kind yeah. of thing. And now you're instantly responding to requests and deadlines and things people want from you and it's just like you could have that 30 minutes of zen in the morning mm-hmm. where you really, you know, got everything organized and now you're just like jumping straight into the fire, like straight into the chaos, you know. Have you ever uh, watched much uh, Michael Moore? The, Michael Moore. Yeah, he's, he's the guy that did um, Bowling for Columbine, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 9 11. Uh, he's a really big guy, um, documentary guy. Okay. So, so okay. on Netflix, there's um, a show that he covers, and it's, um, what was it? The, what was the one? Who, who Should We Invade Next? And it's the idea of who America should invade next in the idea of making their country better. Yeah. So they go to random countries, you know, Finland. It has such a great education system. Yeah. Norway has a very interesting idea of, um, you know, prisons and stuff like that where they, they treat people like people. Um, it, I, I'll, I'll let the listeners or yourself check into it more. And they talk about, um, well, where was it going on with this? 
<laughs> I lost my train. I, I wish I could help you, but I don't know where you're going. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, just the positive. Oh, uh, with, with um, your, your morning routine. So with, with Germany, it was very interesting. It is illegal for a lot of companies, I think almost all companies, to contact their employees uh, when they're not working. Amazing. So no emails, no phone calls will go through to you at that time. So let's say, let's, let's say you work 9 to 5. At 5.01, you will not receive any work emails. You won't receive any work calls. You won't re- receive anything like that. I imagine it's different for, like, first responders or things like that. But, um, you know, it will cycle all the way throughout the rest of the evening, all the way to the morning until you start work at 9 a.m. So you won't receive anything in that morning either. That's so good. Yeah. And, it, it, like, they, there are people that work at places that, you know, have machines that block that. So, okay, yeah, I send you an email. The guy's like, I know in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I know she won't get this, but I just want to make sure I got to send this email off and she will get this as soon as 9 a.m. hits. You open your. That's really cool. Even if you open your inbox at like 7 30 in the morning, it won't, you won't have that work email until 9 a.m. Is this in Germany, you said? I believe that's in Germany. That's so cool. So he goes much more in in depth and he talks to people about that. Yeah. And so it's great, like, um, how they have that system of um, like looking after their employees to make sure that their stress isn't any more than it should be. Hmm. And I think they're covering a, a factory that makes pencils or something like that, just for an example place. So, um, yeah, just to like reinstate how they're really worried about stress and deadlines and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And like, we need to have this group meeting and you have all these emails or these text messages or calls or whatever. It is kind of nice. So you can do that yourself. Just, put down the phone don't look at it until you do get to work or something like that i think it's your right it's like why should you be working overtime unless you're getting paid for it yeah so yeah and if you want to better your morning then might as well start there yeah because i imagine that some people are like part of the reason why they wake up they might be a little like another day i'm going to work you know like and some people let's face it don't really have their favorite job yeah (laughs) or their most uh dream job so you know like if you can keep your work stuff until you get to work I think that your morning will be that much better too. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what we were talking about before. What were we talking about before this? Uh, goals. <laughs> uh, oh, well, things to not to do. Stuff. Things not to do in the yeah, morning. Things, things yeah. not to do. Things to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, like, just, yeah, so to stay away from social media in the morning if possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that and other, other people's demands, you know, just take care of you. Do some self care in the yeah, morning. Yeah, totally. You, know? you and your dog. Yeah, you and your dog. That's what you love, you know? <laughs> yeah, and like, exactly. maybe that's a good idea, too, is like, if you have a pet, take your pet for a quick walk around the, the neighborhood block yeah. before you go to work. Yeah. You know, you're getting that could be your movement. Your movement in motion there, for sure. Yeah, plus your dog gets to go. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. And dogs are always happy, you know, they're always wagging their tail and stuff. So, like, they're, they're like you can almost think outside of the box in your own. And I think that's what you you might you probably do as well with this challenge. Is like it's not all about you know I Morgan Gillis. I'm going to give you all the answers and all the examples exactly. and everything. It's like be creative in your life. Like yeah. what do you do? What do you like? What do you have available yeah. to you in your area? Yeah. You know, like um, and I'm sure that you know, like with some of the things, maybe you have to wake up an extra half hour. Uh, earlier than you normally would or an extra 45 minutes but I'm sure that it's worth it in the end yeah you know just have a better morning and have and start you know the the stepping stones of a better day to a better week yeah to a better month to a better year exactly to a better life exactly you know go on and on and on win your mornings win your days win your life one thing that I like to do is stretch 
especially, especially when I'm working like a uh, fire line, it could, because I'm going to bed before I go to bed. I like to stretch too, uh, because you have all this muscle movement and you have all that, uh, you know, and, and I'm not working out, but I'm like lifting heavy things a lot. And then at the end of the day, you're just achy and sore. I have a hot shower. And then afterwards I just stretch out to get that lactic acid moving around, um, stretch the limbs, all that kind of stuff. And then when I go to sleep, I wake up again, stretch around, get the foam roller going. That's so good. That nice. kind of stuff. So then you are loosening up. You're getting limber, you know, like, ah, all right, here we go. And then you drink all the water in the world and then you pee your pants. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, with all this water you're drinking too, if you're going to be caught in traffic, like if you're driving in the Toronto area, maybe have a good uh, bathroom break before you go into the car. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But that, that, that would be another thing too, is like, I guess, you know, uh, your morning, uh, what, like, so we, in in, the, in your challenge for your twenty one day challenge, what do you allot as the morning routine from when you wake up to when you start going to work? Or for the challenge challenge portion of the morning routine, I say it's the five habits. So it should in, in the when you get to the end of the challenge, mm-hmm. it should you should have a morning routine that takes about thirty minutes, mm-hmm. not including breakfast, right? So the first five habits. The gratitude, the water, the goals, the movement, and the learning piece. Yeah. That should be about 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Um, and the breakfast stuff, I don't know how long it takes you to eat. I don't know how long <laughs> it takes you to get dressed. Yeah. Like, I can't predict the length of your entire morning yeah. routine, but it's a 30-minute tack-on to your existing morning routine. Okay. Right? That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So, I was just thinking, like... Um, like would it, like say somebody has a commute where they have to drive to work. Are we are we jumping into that too? Because that can be really stressful for some people, um, where they might get all negative minded too when they're in their vehicle driving to work. But in that sense, like I don't know, are you kind of trying to tap into that as well, or is that kind of up to somebody else? Well, the thing is, you can if if you have a how long do you say we're talking like an hour commute? Yeah, like, um, like at the most, let's say that. Let's say you have an hour commute, or you're just somebody who's super short on time, right? Mm-hmm. That learning piece that's in there, mm-hmm. you can just, on that hour commute, that's when you listen to your audiobook. That's when you there listen you to the Not After 30 podcast, <laughs> wink, wink. Plug, you know? plug. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but it, that's the that's, learning piece, right? And that's what I was going to suggest So maybe as you well. have to change it. You yeah. have to have your breakfast, and then you're off in the car, and then you do the learning piece. Well, uh, right? here I was thinking, like, maybe when you did that video of, um, you know, when you're talking about the sun can't shine every day and oh you're singing God. along with the uh, <laughs> trooper. I'm like, yeah, like put on, like have your own playlist. Don't be, I, I, I hate to bash some radio, but don't be a slave to radio. Cause one thing that bugs me about radio is, you know, maybe there's a song that I'm not a big fan of, or yeah. they keep playing the same stuff or whatever. Like there, or there was just radio talk. I'm oh, sorry. Um, commercials all the time. Come up with your own playlist, or you know that that's positive thinking, exactly. you know, like happy, like songs you want to sing along to. So when you step into the office or wherever you're working, you're whistling, you're twiddling your thumbs, you know, like woo, how's it going, everybody? No, no twiddling your thumbs, but you're giving like the the the, the, the gun finger kind yeah, of the thing. gun finger, yeah, <laughs> the old the old dad's gun fingers <laughs> slinging. Hey, how's it going? Just sing along with Led Zeppelin all the way here. Uh, but yeah, like or the audiobook or the podcast or whatever. Yeah, like, there's so many different things you can get up to where it's still safe to drive. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's yeah, and good. that's that's a good point too because and you can carry longer than their thirty minute morning routine. You exactly. Know? Because you know because if, if you have an hour you, commute, yeah. Now you're getting an hour every day. Well, you could do this on the way back too. But think about this: an hour every day. Yeah. You're gonna read a lot more than two books a month. You know what I mean? Well, and then going on with that too, like I know you're just focusing on the morning routine, but why not just take the give it like throw it to 
your your people that are ta- attending the challenge, maybe think about it. You know, flip it around for when you're going to bed. Uh huh. Have your little activity, your movement. Have your, um, you know, don't go on social media for like the last you know hour of your night. I could do a PM routine too. I thought about this. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I gotta focus for this focus, challenge. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, do it's this. your first big challenge, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And but yeah, like why can't somebody just take uh, uh, you know take it amongst themselves to be like, okay, well, if I'm doing that in the morning, mornings and nights aren't too different. You know, let's just flip it around. Probably like go to bed a little bit earlier, get your eight hours, whatever. Yeah. If, if not more. Um, Same goes for goal setting, right? Yeah. Like in the morning, you're setting your goals. You're setting your goals because you're focusing your mind on yeah. what you want, right? And you know, have you ever bought a car that you've you've never seen before, right? Like let's say you bought a a Toyota Tercel or something that's like so old school, <laughs> but like you know what? <laughs> what a firefighter that no bought one. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True sale. Like, Nelson Flatten. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you've never seen these things on the road before, right? But you yeah. buy one, and oh. all of a sudden, all you see is that car. Yeah. Right? Because you have this thing called, I think it's like a reticular activating system or something. I don't know what it is. I've, I'm sure I've heard that before. But it, it, for me, it's always been a word. It's always been a word that I've heard. I, I, there you I'll, go. I'll hear. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, stuck in your head? Like, it'll be like this. And I'll be like, that's an interesting word. Never heard that one. Or I haven't heard that one in a long time. And then, like, that'll be the only word I hear for, like, the next three days. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be like, and that word's always been there. It was, you know, I'm sure it was, you know, created, you know, centuries ago. It's not like it's just a new thing that's the big flavor of the month. Yeah. Like, what color is the dress? Like, it's always existed. Yeah. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I'm just hearing about it now all the time. Like, why? So because of that thing, right? Exactly. Which is why on your point of having the PM routine, right? Like that's why checking your goals, reviewing your goals in the morning works. Cause now you're focused on that, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're focused on how do I take action? This, how do I make this happen? Mm-hmm. How do I make these dreams a reality? Right. Um, but the reverse works. So the morning is super important, but the night is super important too, because when you go to bed, like, let's say you just say, let's say you only pick two of those things. You do the gratitude before you go to bed yes. and maybe some stretching and uh, you review your goals, right? Mm-hmm. Your subconscious mind is going to work on that. It's going to go to bed thinking positively, right? It's going to be thinking optimistically. Yeah. You're going to be thinking all night somewhere down in your subconscious about what you want to create. You're going to be thinking about your goals, right? So the PM routine thing could work too. And I've, I really thought about that and I kind of have a little bit of my own one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I need to cross the AM, <laughs> the AM challenge first. Of course. No, no. Take, take your time. Like, I'm not trying to push the, put this pressure on you too. It's like, we're like, okay, now I, I, never mind. Like I just, I scrapped that whole idea and build another one. <laughs> I just mean like, you know, like somebody can take it on among, amongst themselves or like who knows what will be the next challenge that you come up with. Yeah. Um, which I is, do have a couple planned. Oh, that's awesome. Well, of course you can't just find one. It's like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> this yeah. is like no one creates a TV series just in hopes that, yeah, we're just going to do one series and that's it. Right. Yeah. Right? So what, like what else? Um, so you're, you're focusing on these challenges more. Where do you see yourself going in the next couple of years? Like you, like you were telling me before, you have this goal to have a net worth of $10 million, like, and you have your own company here. You're your own boss. Um, you know, you, obviously you're, you're, you're working somewhere else too. Yep. But, um, where, where, like in, in five years time, like, are you, are you hoping to have employees under you? Are you hoping to have an office space? Are you going to be set up in Kelowna still? So sorry if I'm asking big questions. No, I love it. I love it. So we'll do what we did in the in the goals workshop, or what I yeah. tried to do anyway. But like, let's look at the big picture here, yeah, and then kind of zoom in. So 
Um, the big picture I, t- I said in the uh, in that workshop, which I was still scared to say, by the way, because it's like... I think that's balls right there. It's, You're such like- a, it's such a big goal. If you could feel how hard my heart was pounding when I like said that, I was like, all these people think I'm, like, I'm crazy. I could tell because you were going really fast. Oh, was I? Yeah. You are just like, I'm supposed to put this out there. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to, but I'm going to do this out there. <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, go fire away. <laughs> and then everyone's like, ooh. And Shiny. It's like, it's like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, but, yeah, my goal is, um, I mean, it's crazy because I've never... I've never been as inspired as I am now, and it's mm-hmm. probably because I've never thought as big as I'm thinking now. Like, I've never thought this big. Well, you're probably the happiest you've been in a long time, too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the goal is, I set this goal, I don't know, like, I don't know, four months ago or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the goal is to be, to have a net worth of $10 million in 10 years. So I know what the date for that is. It's $10 million by October 24th, 2028, on or before that date, mm-hmm. net worth of $10 million. Um, and kind of the reason, I could go a lot into the reasons why, but yeah, totally. it's not it's not for the money, really. It's for the challenge. It's for who I have to be to get that. Yeah. Um, and also because I realized, I used to think that, you know, making a lot of money was like, I don't know, maybe like rich people, maybe we're like, I don't know, like... How do I explain this? You know what I mean? You get some bad some bad vibes like or ideas from your parents sometimes about like, well, rich people are this or rich people are that. But I kind of have this new um, outlook on things where it's like, if I have more money, that's just more money that I can put toward causes that I care about. Yeah. Right? So if I love health and fitness, I can start a supplement company. I can take my ideas and really put them out there and really yeah. give that back. Right? So it's part of that too. But so that's the big goal. Um, but, like, how the heck am I going to get there? Trust me, I don't know 100%. Like, I don't 100% know the how. But what I can see in front of me is, like, the next couple steps on the staircase, right? Yeah. And right now, that's the 21-day challenge stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the nutrition coaching stuff. Um, but after that, after that, it might be um, – now you're making me nervous with that camera out there. <laughs> He's filming me now. <laughs> it's another level from just the audio. Um, but yeah, after the 21-day challenge, after the nutrition coaching, um, I might start doing some online programs, some online courses, some online products, that kind of stuff. Um, but then I might want to get into physical products. You know, I have a, I have a friend who's into selling um, supplements on Amazon health and wellness kind of supplements on Amazon. So it's probably, it's probably my model is going to have to grow because mm-hmm. there's no way with this current model. I don't think I can, I don't, I mean, there's people doing some crazy numbers with models like these and challenges like this and stuff, but I think I'll have to up my game in terms of what model it's going to take to get me to that 10 million. So I don't a hundred percent know that's the real answer, you know, but I'm very focused on what I'm doing right now, which is the challenges and the coaching. That was awesome. Yeah. But that that's why I'm trying to move away from coaching too, because I only have so much time, right? Totally. That if I do things one on one. You don't want to half ass it either. That's right. Yeah. And if I do things one on one, eventually I'm limited by the number of clients I can have, right? Well then you might like you would you might have to adapt where you do like a group thing. Right. Which is the kind of the point of the challenge. The challenge. Yeah. And the cool part of the challenge too is it is way it's so affordable like right now it's super affordable because it's like the first challenge i'm launching yeah i mean the price will go up a bit but 
even then it will still be extremely affordable, way more affordable than my one-on-one coaching is. Right. Mm -hmm. So not only, um, can this grow into a bigger, bigger model for me, but this can help a ton more people. Mm -hmm. And in the challenge, um, you know, yeah, I'm going to be giving people daily videos, but it's not like, don't think you said this earlier. Like, don't think that I have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. Right. But what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna have so many people in the challenges, right? That you can help with. Exactly. That's yeah. the whole point. You have a community. community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone supporting everyone. But it's you- like I'll give you resources. I'll give you ideas. But man, there's so many more people in here who have their own ideas and other things to contribute, right? And everyone has access to contact you if needed. One hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, like why? Uh, it seems like an easier. Uh, it will takes it takes a little bit of workload off you, yes. where you're able to put more product and quality into this challenge or other challenges as well. Yeah, and then you let people help other people out. What's better in a challenge than always being told by one person? It's like, well, what do they know? Yeah, it's not uh, a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like you bring other people in who probably have a lot of information too. Yeah, like maybe they're really kick ass at the movement part because they are a fit person or a very. Um, a uh, very active person, yeah. but they have a problem, you know, uh, keeping away from technology or maybe that, and they're, and they're really good at eating healthy and stuff like that, but they're not so good at, um, you know, drinking lots of water or something like that. You know, like it's just, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, well here's a little trick and everything, blah, blah, blah. And like, just everyone kind of tennis balls it back and exactly. forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then other people, you know, visualize, you know, seeing, seeing what the conversation's like and they're like, Oh, okay, well this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Easy. So yeah. Like, why, why not? Like, and like, have, just be like, oh, you're, you know, kind of a, you know, you're also do, they're looking to gain the same thing I'm getting. Like, why? And we're not in a competition. Like, why not help one another out? Hundred percent. So, yeah, that's great. And a point to play on that too. Like, even though I'm super into nutrition, right? And I have resources for people with, you know, how do they find a superfood breakfast to have mm-hmm. in the morning? It's like, yeah, well, maybe there's a vegan in there, and I'm not, I'm not a vegan, right? Yeah. But maybe there's another vegan in there, and they're like, oh man, I got all this stuff. It's like amazing yeah right why not yeah and the, you know <laughs> and going with that a lot of people like in this day and age people like sharing things yeah you know like oh do you have a you know this or this this like oh yeah i got tips for that i have tips for that hey does anybody have a good recipe for chicken like i'm actually allergic to this so like if i could have this instead I'm like oh yeah it's totally you know you yeah. go on and on. Like, there's so many different things. Anybody have a good recommendation for a podcast? Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, well, I, I've been listening to this guy, and he's awesome. Or they've been listening to this, and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, if you're into, into, into that genre, then I might recommend that. Or, well, you know, like, oh, if you want to listen to sports talk uh, and want some comedy, listen to this one. Mm-hmm. So, like, people know things. Exactly. You know, no one's, a, no one's an idiot. No one's dumb. Yeah. You know, everyone just knows a little bit of something else. You exactly. know, like, what, and, like, what do we do these days when we're curious about something, we'll go on Facebook or I know like uh, create a message board or text a bunch of people like, Hey, can anybody give me a recommendation for fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's a great thing. You would have like a, you know, a, a comment section or, you know, the community to talk to one another and, you know, just help each other back, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, maybe you'll get some tips and stuff and then you can share that information next, um, next challenge. Exactly. And there's going to be a lot of things you're going to learn about. After this challenge is done, yeah. Now, how can I make it better? How can I tweak it? How can maybe I maybe I need to bring this on? Maybe I have to drop that off. You know, like you're you're always learning in, in when you're when you're an entrepreneur and you're you know the the only employee in your company. You have to be always learning. You have to be always be learning and always yeah. adjusting and always um, you know uh, adapting. So yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is another one that we just didn't have any notes for. We just kind of just started just shouting off what's going on. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I don't know. 